I wanted to give a shout out to Lindsay Dent, who left the most beautiful review on the podcast. She is the owner behind Pink Crown Creative, and she also has her own podcast called Have You Met Her Yet, which I was so honored to be on last week. And Lindsay said her, her line is golden nuggets of wisdom, which I love. She said, I have really enjoyed listening to Leah's podcast. Each episode is short, sweet, and easily digestible. Her episodes are extremely relatable and always leaves me feeling heard, understood, and not alone. Leah has great advice and knowledge from being a seasoned entrepreneur. I am excited to continue to follow the journey. Thank you so much, Lindsay. This means the world to have such a glowing review. And if you guys are enjoying the show, please leave a review. It makes such a difference for the show and it allows me to reach more people and make more people feel less alone. So thank you so much to everybody who takes the time. And now let's start the show. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur. After spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself, I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. Wherever you are in your journey, you've likely felt behind at some point. And today I want to talk about why that's actually a good thing. Social media makes us believe success happens overnight, and I get it, we all want that in some way, but honestly, I have come to believe that we actually think we want it more than we really do. When I was first starting out in my jewelry business, I was dead set on being stocked in specific stores. So for those who don't know, this is the wholesale side of a retail business. So in order to be stocked in a store, you have to have specific pricing and SKUs, minimums, imagery and all that, and you put it into a catalog format. And then you take this catalog or line sheets and essentially present that to buyers of stores and hope that you are a good fit and that they place orders. It's a really tough gig. It's a very saturated market, as you can imagine, and oftentimes you're dealing with buyers who have more experience, so it can be pretty intimidating. And they're busy people who get pitched to constantly, so you have to learn to be very direct and mindful of their time. So in the very beginning, I did all of this on my own. I designed and finalized the collection, did the photography, put the catalog together, and then tried to book meetings with buyers. And one time I got a meeting with a dream store. It was in another city, so we had to travel to it, but it was totally worth it. So I get to this meeting, the buyer comes in, she's lovely. She had already looked into the brand and liked the designs. We chatted for a bit. We had really great rapport. 
Uh, then she pulled out her order form to write an order and then I blew it. <laughs> I had done the line sheets completely wrong and essentially the pricing structure wasn't priced appropriately for wholesale. So she closed her order book and the meeting was over. I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. I remember trying to get out of there so fast because I was fighting tears. It was just horrible. I felt embarrassed. She had made a comment asking why I thought my jewelry was on the same level as the other brands she carried. And I just remember thinking it's kind of like a performance review where you get one bit of negative feedback and then you cannot let it go. I just felt ashamed. I felt like a fraud. And then I just kept repeating in my head like, yeah, why, why do I think I'm aligned with other brands in my industry? Who do I think I am? So we got back in the car and drove back home and I cried the entire road trip back home. This was so many years ago and I have reached out to the store since, but the opportunity has passed. So I learned a lot with this one meeting. I learned I still had a long way to go. I learned how important first impressions are and I learned I wasn't ready for wholesale. The thing I wanted more than anything at that time, I actually wasn't ready for. Last week I talked about 10 things I wish I knew before starting my business and one of those was that you have to start before you feel ready and this was one of the rare occasions when I actually did that and although it seemed like a huge mistake, I don't regret it at all. I was going full speed ahead with wholesale, feeling behind and like I wasn't making enough progress and realizing that I actually wasn't ready for the next step was a valuable lesson. I had been contacting hundreds of stores and I was likely making a bad first impression because I was kind of pitching with the wrong catalog. The other thing is that sometimes what you think you want isn't actually what you want. I wanted to grow the wholesale side of my business at that time because I thought I had to. I wanted to be able to tell people that certain stores carry my brand. I was really being driven by my ego. But wholesale is hard. Managing inventory when you have stores that are placing orders for larger quantities is difficult to juggle. It takes a gigantic amount of money. When we launch a new collection, I have to order the stock before we know what will sell. So it's a whole different ballgame when it comes to investing and managing turnaround times with wholesale. So I have now grown my wholesale and my brand has been signed to an agency to help with sales and it's a fabulous partnership. And when I look back now and see when I sat down at that meeting all those years ago, I really wasn't ready, but I didn't realize it. I thought I was ready for what I was asking for. So as you go along in your business, you learn so much on the journey and there are a million things I wish I had started sooner that I could, I wish I could do differently. But part of jumping in is being willing to get it wrong because when you start something new, you are essentially admitting that you're going to be bad at something for a while and that's hard. But the other thing is this. I messed up that meeting and I lost that opportunity to work with that person, but I was so rigid on the specific people I wanted to be associated with, I was blind to other opportunities I had. If you go for something big in your industry it, and it doesn't work out, it's not like there's only one way to do things or one opportunity. 
But when we're starting out, we just, we kind of compare ourselves to others who are further ahead in our field. And then we assume that the things they have are the blueprint for us. And it's not like that. There will always be opportunities for you, even if that means you make them yourself. I started this podcast after I got snubbed for a partnership. I had a project with another brand in the works and they decided last minute after all the work had been done not to move forward. I was so frustrated because I'd already put in all the effort, but it just wasn't going to happen. And although there were a series of events that got me here as a podcaster, I definitely in that moment thought, okay, I need to make something for myself that's 100% up to me. And now you're listening to this. So slow growth allows us to learn. If we rush through experiences, we don't learn the skills we need for the next stage. If you pitched once and you got the opportunity right away, you'll never know why you got that opportunity. But if you pitch a hundred times and you get feedback, then you can take that new knowledge into the next 100 pitches and so on. The problem with fast success is that we don't learn a necessary skill, which is resiliency. I have talked about how I had people telling me that my business was a bad idea at the beginning, and I'm grateful for that. Because I had people actively talking me out of it, I worked a lot harder. A lot of businesses closed during the pandemic, and some of these were brands that had early success. So if things work out for the majority of the time you're building your business, then when something huge like a pandemic hits, you might not have the resiliency built in to make it work. And it might make it that much harder to push through challenging times. I'm definitely not promoting hustle culture. But the grind is part of the process. The slow, gritty growth really is where you lay foundation for what you're building. When I had a celebrity wear my jewelry and post on social media, I had the foundation of a website, a place for people to go and learn more. Had that happened before I had an online presence, I wouldn't have been able to make the most of that exposure and opportunity. And that feeling, the feeling of being behind, it pushes you to get ahead. You have to use this as motivation. You see something with some, you see somebody with something you want, push forward. It's important to always have a next step, but you have to appreciate the gritty journey and everything that feels like a bruise along the way, I promise you, is getting you stronger and more prepared for the next thing. So when you feel that things aren't happening fast enough, remember this. You might not be ready for the things you think you want. You still have to start them, but you might not actually be ready. Second, you might lose the opportunity if you're not prepared. And lastly, you might not know what you want yet, but you definitely won't know until you start. So start slow, be prepared to fail, and absorb everything you can on the gritty journey. You are not behind. As long as you are pushing on, you're exactly where you need to be. I also believe that slow success makes you appreciate what you have so much more. I like to think of it as it's like being friends before you have a relationship with someone. There's something lovely about having a foundation with a person before taking things to the next level. It's the same with business. You have to go through a period where things are slowly developing. And my business, I don't know about you guys, but my business, I'm in it for the long haul. This isn't a one night stand. 
So lean into the mess, the mistakes, the grit, absorb the lessons, appreciate the journey. You are headed in the right direction. It's not about speed. Even if it feels backwards, you are laying the foundation for a business love story. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can. Judge less, less often, and never, ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.